0: Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Hello, hello, and welcome to Leary Dawson Refuses to be Categorized. It's nearly Christmas, thus the very important and professional change to our theme tune this morning. You are welcome. So, my loves, I am going to share with you today the 100 things that I made and did and things that I also just loved and appreciated this year as well. Uh, be warned, a lot of this stuff like, is kind of hyperlinked. I wish I could hyperlink my voice, but if you're looking for the link for anything, just go to com forward slash 100 hyphen 2020 and you will find the complete list there or completely hyperlinked. So if you're wondering about any of the fucking things I say in this, um, you're welcome. So I wanted to do this. It's inspired by Austin Cleon who also who always writes here's one hundred things for the year list and I thought I'd share mine too, a hundred things that I made or did or appreciated in this oddest of years. So I want to preface this by saying as well, I don't want you to like listen to this list and then think, "What the fuck is Leonie a COVID denier? Why is she still doing things out in the world?" See, the thing is, I am ridiculously lucky to live in Queensland, in Australia, which has pretty much eradicated COVID nineteen. We had a really short, intense lockdown earlier in the year. We maintained locked state borders for months and months and months, and basically stopped international travel and it's meant that we've been able to return to a relatively normal life, and I know that's not the case for most of the world, and I acknowledge my deep privilege in this, and I also want to say if COVID was back in my state and in Australia, I would 1000% be like sheltering in place at home, masking up like a motherfucker, because I had swine flu, it sucked massive balls, I am not keen on getting any kind of COVID again, um, so I would take every uh, precaution necessary and I totally was more cautious than most people that I live, that, in, that I'm in the state of. So with that disclaimer underway, I'm going to share with you some of the fucking things I did this year. Number one, I wrote an erotic romance novella. It was 100% one of the best things I ever did. (laughs) It was so fun and I so am grateful that I gave myself the gift of that time just to create something for nonsense reasons, just because I fucking wanted to and because I'd been wanting to do it for years and enough was enough. I just needed to write it already. It's called Salt It was published under my pen name, Lola Lee. If you go to Leonidawson.com forward slash salt, you'll find it there. It was honestly so much fun to write, and I'm so grateful for it. Uh, I kept my kids' mental and emotional health as my number one focus during quarantine schooling. Um, You know, we were lucky as well that we didn't have to do it. For a huge amount of time, I think my kids were at home for about four months. Um, again, it was longer than uh, our government required. We pulled our kids out early and sent them back to school late. Um, but it was only four months. And we really just focused on them being mental, mentally and emotionally healthy during that time. Knowing that we all learn... Um, at different speeds and also that you can't really learn when you are stressed or when you're not fucking interested. So um, we just focused on creating happy times together really and um, thinking about how learning could be incidental to that and in addition to that. I also wrote a massive resource post on how to homeschool for those who are quarantine schooling. I wrote it like in March um, when things were just starting to shut down. So if you want to go check that out, you're most welcome to. I drove a boat for the first time on the day before my birthday. It was hilarious. I'm so glad I did it for myself. I just did it by myself <laughs> completely spare of the moment and it was funny as fuck um, and I would 100% do it again. I talked about this on a recent podcast episode but I also officially went through the diagnostic process um, and was diagnosed as being on the autistic spectrum Um, and I'm so glad that I did that and it was very, very affirming to me, it's something that I've known for years Um, for about six years at least that that was me and I've always found it deeply healing to to know that that's how my brain works and this is the kind of support it needs and all that kind of stuff so I feel really grateful and really proud that I officially got diagnosed. Um, I also created three new products for the 2021 Goalgetter Workbook and Planner Range so usually um, I bring out the business workbook, the business goals workbook, and the life goals workbook each year. Um, and in addition to that, this year I brought out the wall planner, which is a huge, beautiful wall planner that helps you set your goals and your income that you want to receive each month. And um, I've got it hanging above me right now it's so scrumptious and I also created the um the weekly planner and the daily to-do list planner as well um they're only available however till January 15th and then we're closing down the printer and you won't be able to get it for the rest of the year so if you've been thinking about getting those babies which you absolutely should be if you're somebody who wants to achieve more goals in your life in the next year make sure you go to goldgetterbooks.com before then Uh, I read 130 books. I just talked about that on a recent podcast episode as well. Leonidawson.com forward slash 2020 books if you want to see the complete list. Um, What else did I do? Oh, I fell in love with Mulaney, which is uh, a little village up in the mountains Uh, we went up there and checked out the botanic gardens and it was super fucking cute and I totally dig a small country town that has three bookstores like (laughs) I am home Um, I'm not planning on moving there but I'm planning on visiting there much more often (laughs) I also decluttered my home and I, I'm, it's interesting because in my workbooks I say I've said that for the last couple of years and it's really like an onion there's kind of like so many decluttering layers so in previous years we got rid of a lot of excess furniture that we had for different reasons and um, just donated it straight to the Salvation Army or Vinnies or any other place that would fucking pick up uh, free furniture um, and Um, This year was more kind of deep cleansing, decluttering. So I got rid of a lot of uh, excess like artwork and clothes and books and toys. So kind of smaller items this year. I also started developing a minimalist capsule wardrobe, which makes me sound like an absolute fucking wanker. But uh, there we are. It's true. Uh, Basically, I just don't want that many clothes. I just want like a week's worth of clothes that I really like wearing and that's about it so it's still in process and I'll let you know more about that when um as it's as it matures (laughs) that or I'll completely forget about it and have some other obsessions so there we are with that uh This may come as a surprise to you, but I also launched a podcast this year. Oh my God, have you heard of it? And I recorded 60-something episodes. I think this is number 65, which is really cool. I did it as an experiment to see if I like it. And hot tip, I did like it. (laughs) I created the uh, Soul Care for Uncertain Times e-course with um, one of my dearest friends, Deb Namara, who... Um, wasn't working as a massage therapist during COVID and I'd always wanted to bring her women's circles to the world and so we kind of co-partnered together to make that happen and that was really a really beautiful experience. I also donated $25,000 to the Australian Wildlife Conservancy. Uh, I think their work is really important in combating the climate crisis. So they're my principal um, philanthropy partner at this point and probably will be next year as well. I just love what they do in terms of buying habitat um, for endangered wildlife. Uh, I also ran live rounds of three of my e-courses, which was the money manifesting and multiple streams of income, 40 days to a finished book, and 40 days to create and sell your e-course. I was also interviewed on 38 podcasts. I fell in love with digital illustration on my iPad, and then I did over 40 portraits on my iPad of my friends and the people I love the most. I learned how to bake bread like everybody else in quarantine. Um, on one particularly fun day, I had some spare time um, and was in this historic town kind of near me called Gimpy. And inst- instead of just like scrolling on my phone, killing time, I thought, oh my god, I'm going to take myself on an artist day, and I did, and I took photos of all the beautiful beautiful architecture, and I just had a scrumptious time, Um, and then with the photos, I drew them at home as well, all the beautiful architecture, and it was just so inspiring. I also sent some horrifically funny cards to my dear friends to cheer them up during lockdown. My favourite one was uh, one that... (laughs) Um, it's it just had penises all over it drawn all over it and it said I wish you all the hap penis in the world (laughs) I don't know it still amuses me when I think of it I think it's one of the greatest things I've done in my life truth be told Uh, I also got my very first speeding ticket I was a whole seven kilometers over the speed limit which I think is about like three miles an hour, <laughs> I have the speed, speed limit, and so I say, I am very much a granny driver, my husband is very much a granny driver, it's the first traffic in- incident we've ever had, it's the first ticket of any kind we've ever had, um, but I felt like very, like very much like an adult, I can't believe I've gotten to 38 and got my first speed ticket. <laughs> Um, well I can't believe it because again I just don't fucking speed anyway funny Um, it's in like this part of town it was actually in that historic town where I was going for a little trek around and it's a highway that goes through the town and there's certain parts that definitely feel like um, you know you should be doing highway speed but the like it's classed as suburban so I should have been doing 60 kilometers an hour I was doing 67 My bad I shan't do it again um, okay. Other things I did that made my year, I really, my dad came and visit us a couple of times, which I so appreciate. And he's just about to come visit us again. My dad lives about 10 hours drive North of us in the same state though, because Queensland's a fucking big state. Anyway, one of the things that we did while he was visiting during winter was making fires in our fire pit. And I just, I don't know, I love doing shit with my dad because it's just nice having a wild bushman who I don't know he's just so damn proficient at everything like he's just so he's just so practical and so I just didn't feel like you know we would inadvertently make a bushfire or anything by doing a little bit of a burn off on our acreage block because I was like we've got my dad who's a volunteer fire warden so we are sorted During quarantine, I started to grow a vegetable garden, which was promptly eaten by native water rats. And I've now converted to using a veggie pod, which is much more successful if you don't have a green thumb. Veggie pods are probably a really good thing. And you can get them, like they're these kind of like vegetable gardens on legs with a canopy over the top. Um, but you can also get them on wheels if you get the smaller ones. And I'd recommend getting on wheels. I got the really large one. I think I should have just gotten the one on wheels instead. Anyway, it's fine and it's cool. Uh, I did a press publish every day experiment this this month where I've been trying to write every single day. And then sending send them out to a list of people who want to hear my daily blatherings every day. So that's also been very fun. Go to leonidawson.com, check out the blog and find my Press Publish Every Day experiment. You can sign up for those free emails. Uh, I also gave over 200 scholarships to frontline healthcare workers. I gave over 166 scholarships to black, indigenous and people of colour. I read a lot of books in the bath. I adjusted to having both my kids in school for the first time in 10 years of parenting. I made a $10 million and 10 hours a week productivity hacks cheat sheet. I did a ceremony at the river to honor my grandfather's death and donated to charities in his name. I went away to a hotel for a night for myself, by myself for my birthday, which was tip top. Loved that. Very good. Highly recommend the experience. I took... One of my kids to a sacred tween circle to prepare her for her initiation into womanhood. Um, and I just love that she came back with, like, you know, this wreath, this beautiful flower wreath made out of rosemaries and, you know, drawings of vaginas. And I just, it makes me, I, I just love that my kid is experiencing the initiation into womanhood in these ways. And Ever since I joined Women's Circles, it's always been such a joy. Like it's been such a big hope for me that one day I'd be able to experience that with my daughters. And I love that my eldest has already been to a lot of women's circles with me. She really loves them. And she was super keen to do these sacred tween circles, which was so fun. Um, I also continue to fail at having an appropriate elevator pitch for the 16th year running so I'm going to read to you now um, somebody in a mastermind group I was in said I'm curious what do you do Leonie and this is what I replied back (laughs) basket weaving for guinea pigs no I write alien erotic novellas set on Mars well no I live stream videos of myself dancing naked in the rain while singing Toto's Africa in my spare time I also draw smiley faces onto strangers' fingers. Ha <laughs> seriously, I'm just a fucking idiot on the internet. <laughs> the end. <clears throat> Honestly. Like people are like, you need to perfect your elevator pitch. This multimillionaire says no, just do shit that amuses you. <laughs> uh, okay. I also, this year, made friends with pelicans down at the river. It was super fun. I fucking enjoyed it. Pelicans are the coolest birds. I am still yet to see a pelican shit, though. Um, And I am hanging out for it because apparently they are fucking massive. I mean, they would have to be because they're a fucking massive bird. Um, So, fingers crossed. Maybe that's one of my goals for the new year is hopefully sometime in 2021 I will get to witness a pelican shit. That would be so cool. Uh, I also won three business awards through Osmampreneur, which was very fucking cool. I was thrilled with that and I have my trophies in my office and I feel massively fancy. I ended up winning People's Choice Business Coach. Um, I won Businesses Making a Difference Award and Global Brand Award as well, which was so cool. I also ended up in, a, in the hospital with an allergic reaction. I woke up one morning and my eyes were completely swollen shut. Um, and Chris had to take me to the hospital and he wasn't allowed in the hospital. Nobody was allowed in the hospital except for me, of course, because it's COVID times. Um, and so I had to hang out in there for a while while they gave him me medication and make sure that I um, wasn't having an anaphylactic reaction that would affect my breathing. Um, still not sure what the allergic reaction was to. I was eating a lot of cauliflower at the time because I was doing the fast 800, um, but I also had a whole bunch of midge bites all over me, which were a really small insect. Um, and my dad mentioned afterwards that my grandmother was highly allergic to midge bites. So either or cauliflower, or insect bites, I'm never going to have fucking cauliflower rice again though. Like that shit is disgusting and it's not rice. It smells like Heart rice. That's what it smells like. Um, okay, what else? <laughs> I started making videos with ridiculous hats because I was thinking like, oh, you know, I should make more videos and then people like look fancy on their videos and I just don't fucking get any joy out of that. But a box full of stupid hats? Sign me up! I am there completely. So you can go into Instagram or YouTube or wherever to see my crazy hat collection. It's pretty fun. Uh, I also had my assistant evolve into an online business manager and start working 20 hours a week for me. You can listen to where I interviewed her on the last podcast episode where we talk about what it's like, how we work together, what software she loves using the most when it comes to working with me, uh, what's the best part about working with me, what's the worst part, all of those things and how her job has changed over the years she started off just as a you know a basic virtual assistant where she would do like three to five hours a week for me um, and that just sort of grew over time and now she does 20 hours a week for me and um, as of a few months ago and it's awesome we we both love it um, and I don't think I'll ever have somebody again who's full-time um, and I don't really think I'll hire anybody else, truth be told, because I really hate having a large team and you all should know that by now. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? Oh, I went to the beach on an amazing wash up day. Like I've been to the beach a lot, but I have not seen it like this. So I was down at Noosa Spit early on in quarantine, taking the kids out for some exercise and the spit is like a little piece of land a peninsula my six-year-old tells me she just did landforms at school and she was like it's like this one it's not a gulf it's a peninsula yes it's a peninsula but it's called the spit anyway um every few years they have this day and I don't know if it's like from like just crashing waves or I don't know what's happened but we went there and there was so much shit on the beach. There was so much coral and sea life and weird shit there. Um, and it was amazing to look at. So we took photos and then I, of course, drew them all on my iPad because that's what I do now. I'm fucking obsessed. Um, and it was a rip drawing time and I'll always remember it. Uh, I also spent quarantine building a trampoline that had been in storage for two years and uh, we packed it up and we did not keep any of the instructions so I had to kind of work it out. Uh, I did not enjoy that process. I was like, fuck you Zooli and everything you stand for. (laughs) um I also created the free quarantine planner you can check that out on my website Dawson quarantine planner just google that you'll find it um I also saw my own books in a bookstore for the first time which was very fucking cool and my kids were really excited to see that as well Uh, I also set up a campaign earlier in the year to help people write to their ministers about the climate crisis. I gathered together a bunch of friends who have different degrees and shit, um, and we kind of created like a form letter that people could write to their ministers. I think nearly a thousand letters were sent through that campaign, which was really, really cool. Um, I also watched my kids perform in their first musical theatre performance, which was super exciting. I got obsessed by Daryl Braithwaite's new song, Love Songs. Yes, guys. He's got a new song out for the first time in a billion years. He's not just famous for horses. He's good for everything. I fucking love Daryl Braithwaite. Anyway, Love Songs, an absolute banger. i will be listening to it on repeat. And look at me, absolute banger. I sound like a youth. A fucking straight-up youth. Okay, I should finish up cuz I've got to go f- make some dinner for the for me. Um, and for my family. Okay, continued. All right, I can't even remember where I was up to, but that's fine. I've sorted all the things. I'm going to go quickly. I continue my sacred tradition of forcing my family into tacky tourist photos, because that's very important as a mother, and I take my duty very seriously. Seriously. Um, I had a quick chat with business owners about any any racism, including uh, the mistakes that I've made in the past. Uh, I also did the Gruffalo augmented reality adventure at the Ginger Factory, which was hysterical and great. Uh, I had my 20 year school reunion via Zoom because 2020, of course, we fucking did. I continued my long running photographic series called My Father Asleep on My Couch Before 8pm. And whenever he visits, I get to add to my collection. This drills me greatly because he's always fucking asleep uh, on the couch before 8pm. And then you say, Wake up, go to bed. And he says, I wasn't even sleeping. Well, my photographic evidence proves otherwise. Anyway, I've also enlisted mutual friends to contribute to the series. So wherever he goes, we document his couch naps now. And it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I also obsessively watched Farmer Wants a Wife complete with like live group text chats with fellow addicted friends. So the obsession was strong. I finally started burning those fancy candles I bought seven years ago. Do you ever do that shit like that? Like just burn them. Fucking burn them. Use the good shit now. I dislocated my hips and had a prolapsed disc all from walking. Yes, walking. I swear to fucking God. It took me five months to recover and I got super close to my osteopath, probably closer than she'd like, but too bad for you, (laughs) Surf. Anyway, hypermobility really is no joke. I also finally replaced my 17-year-old chipboard bookshelf in my office with a combo bookcase slash cupboard, cupboard unit from Ikea. And did you know that if you put shit behind doors instead of like falling out of a bookcase in piles, it looks like way tidier. I know, revelation. I also bought a Dyson cordless stick vacuum and it changed my fucking life. I'm not even kidding. It's how vacuum should have been invented all along. And you can tell I'm officially middle-aged because I'm talking about this. And I do not care because it really did change my life. I also discovered a full lunchbox that was left in a school bag over quarantine for four months. Four months. It smelled like an unholy exorcism remedied only by removing not only the lunchbox, but the entire school bag itself to the bin. I still can't believe, oh my fucking god, that it's 2020 and I have to talk about Nazis, but here we are. Go check out the Nazi episode on the podcast if that's what you need to do. We also bought an electric drum kit and a ukulele during quarantine. I thought I'd get into it, but I in fact did not, and my kids did, however, and that thrills me to no end. I also took my tween to get her ears pierced for the first time. It was a rite of passage. I can't quite believe that I have a tween. It's like they sing in Mamma Mia and that bit makes me fucking sob. That bit where they're like, she's slipping through my fingers all the time. Exactly. Exactly that. I also moved all of my superannuation and stocks into ethical investments. And it was absolutely on my top five things that I did this year. Just the amount of fulfillment I get from doing that is huge. I ended up going with Oz Ethical, um, but there are a few out there. So go check them out, including Beyond Bank and Verve Super and a few others. I also demolitioned the half wall that was around our veranda. Just me and a sledgehammer and a skip. And I have never felt so fucking powerful. I also got a lash lift. And honestly, I'm pretty stoked with it. It's kind of like a perm for your eyelashes where it just like... I don't know, it makes them a little bit lusher. Usually I'm not really into girly shit, but on this occasion, I fucking was. I also spent some amusing quarantine time pretending to be an ant, like everybody in that fucking Facebook group, a group where we all pretend to be ants. There's millions of us and it's really important. So, lift! I also really loved reading new books From the Story Treehouse series and the Bad Guys series to my kids. Those two are my kids' favorite series and mine too, let's face it. I also ate a lot of lemon and coconut slice while drinking chai tea and reading a book at River Reed in Noosa. I made an enormous amount of apple crumble to eat with cream. I did a podcast episode about how to write a best-selling book. I also did a podcast episode on how to record a podcast, like... I did a podcast episode on how to create a fucking website. There was a lot of how-tos on the podcast this year, and I feel like quite proud of myself. I did Pilates classes via Zoom. I witnessed an enormous butterfly migration. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen, and it lasted for weeks. And I'll always remember in the early days of quarantine, going for a bike ride with my kids with butterflies just flying in flocks beside us the whole way. I had a particularly awesome bushwalk with Chris at Noosa Spit, aka the Peninsula, and I got lost. It was magical. I made a poster inspired by Austin Kleon's Keep Going book. I celebrated my birthday by going to the library, power reading through a pile of books and making illustrated notes about them. I felt so fucking grateful to Melbournians and Victorians for undergoing the longest quarantine in the world to keep Australia safe. You did it, guys. I'm so fucking proud of you. I changed the name of my yearly planners. So if you want to know the reason why, go have a look on there because I've linked to the reasons I committed to using the art supplies I already had instead of buying more because I totally would just buy art supplies and stationery um, until my house explodes, which it did. <laughs> I spent an inordinate amount of time looking at the river, either by myself with, kids, with Chris while the kids were played or while I was on friend dates with friends at the river. I loved having a Zoom dinner with some of my favourite friends from around Australia I created a spread, a cheat sheet on surviving 2020 financially that I shared. If you need that, go check it out. I'm still was- waiting for that post-pandemic orgy to happen. So if you know when it's been scheduled in, like, please keep me posted. Um, I shared this image right at the start of quarantine and it said in the middle age in the middle ages orgies were celebrated when the plague was defeated does anyone know if something's already planned so I shared that in April things still aren't planned so you know once this whole we're in post-pandemic thing just like let me know when we're having that like post-pandemic orgy okay (laughs) Uh, I want to celebrate the fact that I I've stayed married and in love for 19 years. That feels like a fucking massive achievement. Um, for us, like being in quarantine together was no biggie because we already live and work together 24-7. It, it was quite nice, actually. I, just, I really enjoyed not having to deal with the outside world. Uh, I also created and shared a huge 2020 business update of all the things that I'm trying out and all the things I've learned, all that sort of stuff. I really loved getting a letter in the mail this year from one of my nearest and dearest friends and it had seeds from her garden in there all wrapped up in one of her tissues that she twists up and it just made me so happy that these little seeds had lived in her pocket. I got really obsessed by playing Yahtzee. I had Thai takeout on the river regularly with girls, with my girlfriends once it was safe to do so. I love listening to Chat 10 Look Three podcasts. I had a panic attack in the grass, or as my husband calls it, gathering content for her next social media post. So this is something that I shared. I'm going to read it out to you. It says, I couldn't sleep last night. I made the mistake of reading Corona news articles before going to bed, and then was a massive anxiety. Chris, as always, is my rock during these times with his sage wisdom and humor. This morning, I had a panic attack and lay outside face first in the grass. My youngest kid walks outside and asks, Dad, what's mum doing? And he says, generating content for her next Facebook post, honey. And through my tears, I couldn't stop laughing because he was right. Look, this still makes me fucking snort out my nose laughing. And I don't think I need to clarify, but fuck it, I will anyway, because I've been online for too many years. My husband is super supportive and understanding of my mental health and he also is just hilariously funny and has an uncanny ability to drop exquisitely funny one-liners because as soon as he said that, I stopped having a panic attack and started laughing because it was just that funny. What happened this year that really made my year? Uh, My 10-year-old started to beat me at chess regularly (laughs) Um, when it was safe, I did daily river walks with my love. I danced on a lot of coaching calls this year. I created a retire at 45 plan. I talked about that on the podcast. I created an absolutely enormous podcast episode about my life and business journey, my childhood, how I started the business, all of the jobs I've had, all that kind of shit. So if that's up your alley, go check it out. I got full-blown obsessed with the TV shows Alone, Ted Lasso and Long Way Up. I did e-courses with Katie Chappell, Erica Hart, Tara Brach, Rachel Cargill, Annie Leibovitz and Louise O'Reilly. I loved that there was a new series out of Back in Time for Dinner called Further Back in Time for Dinner. It was phenomenal. I love talking to my longest serving friends and the older I get, the more important they become. I loved Aztec smoothies from raw energy, having a daily accountability buddy, getting getting to love my kids exactly as they are the song Alanis Morris sets a blaze that and the video that she did for the Jimmy Fallon show was phenomenal it was totally my mood for the year and number 100 I survived a pandemic high fives So tomorrow's Christmas Eve, the Wild Bushman arrives again, and soon I'm going to slip into that patch of time where I don't remember what day it is. I'll just eat and talk shit, play board games, let the rhythms of family swallow me whole, etch time out to work on my 2021 goals, all the important things. It's been a momentous year, one that we're always going to remember. May next year, birth, new possibilities, healing and repair. I'm here for you. I'm chanting your name. I'm cheering you on and just a reminder um the twenty twenty one goal getter workbooks and planners and all those things they're only on sale until january fifteen so make sure you order before then because we'll have the printers turned off. You won't be able to buy them anymore. Um, Please don't email us January 16 going, I'm so sorry. I went on holidays and I forgot. Or, you know, I started drinking on Christmas day and didn't wake up until January 16. I get it. Like it happens to the best of us, but the printers will be turned off. So go get a books.com before you forget, because we've only got like three weeks left I think anyway I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me on this epic adventure this year it has been so fun to connect with you all in this mo in this medium of the podcast um if you love this podcast think about sharing it with a friend maybe I don't know I don't care but I just wanted you to know I love you and I'm grateful for you and I'm excited to share more adventures with you next year I hope you have a blessed and holy holiday season that makes you whole again. Um, And I'm cheering for you, boo. I'm your personal fucking cheerleader. Okay, bye!